Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, full disclaimer, I have a large painful canker sore on the side of my tongue and I am... Um, I am leaning on you bring, to bring the uh, hot fire jokes today. Right. So no head then? <laughs> Roll the intro. Let's go home. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast Wild Till 9, um, the podcast where Jeremy is definitely not getting a blowjob the next three to five days until my tongue heals. Is that business days or is that? Um, huh. If it's, if we're recording this on a Friday, uh-huh. um, yeah, I think it's business days. I don't know, babe. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. It's Friday night. It's Friday night. Turn up. Turn up with our, with our. Our hydration station. Over. I love how it's like on the weekdays, we're here getting Liddy as a titty. Right. And then on, on Friday, we're like, aqua. <laughs> I just, um, I have had nothing but technical difficulties all week. Yeah. And I'm ready to throw all of this equipment into the trash and okay. just burn it down. Okay. But we're going to just fucking truck right through that. Yep. And talk about some dumb shit. Let's talk about some dumb shit. Let's talk about some dumb shit. Okay, um, well, first dumb thing on the agenda that is honestly very important. Like, it might be the most important thing of the podcast. Um, we need help desperately. And in many ways. In- and we're going to go through one <laughs> very small one first. And, and that is that we, we, as a collective, as Wild Till Nine pod listeners, we need some kind of, of squad name. Like, Call Her Daddy has Daddy Gang. And... um. I was just saying that Sweet Boys, I, I personally, I'm a big fan of Sweet People. They're only four episodes in right now, so I don't think that they have a name for their people. But Sweet People's really cute. Sweet Peas, that's pretty cute, too. That's pretty cute. Um, anyways, so I'm over here brainstorming for Sweet Boys what they should name their Yeah, squad. we can get back to our name. So we would like yeah. to have a name. Right. No, well, no we. We, as we, a collective, you, as a group. You listening and watching and us. And us. Yeah. 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 The Wild Till Niners feels like a sports team, and I hate that. Well, right, because... Oh, right, because it's like the 49ers. The 49ers, yeah. Right. That, the Wild Till Niners, like, fuck, no, we can do better than that. Yeah, well, in the event we can't, let's, let's no, not completely No, no, we can do better than that. We can do better than that. You know what? I have faith in the Wild Till Niners. <laughs> See how bad that sounds? We need help. Well, it sounds bad when you're like, that name fucking sucks. I would never call anybody that name. I would only call someone who I hated that name. So if the Wild Till Niners can't figure something out better, like, yeah. you, you insulted them and then asked them for help. No, I just, I'm stumped and I need help. Okay. Yeah, that's that's where that's where I'm currently at, um, and the lidocaine has officially just worn off of my tongue, and I can now feel everything. Got it. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, so 
How's the that? Rest of, the rest of the pot is yours, babe. You've got the stage. I'm glad you've all gathered here. I've got 55 more minutes of beautiful things to talk about. Oh, and next dumb shit thing on the list is, um, oh, we're not even, you know what? You know what happened is that we got two XLs of the Wild Till 9 merch, and uh, it's much too large for me, and fits Jeremy like a glove. And so I now have to sit through the pain of not having merch to wear, and Jeremy gets to wear it, and it's so soft and so warm and so thick, and I just have to watch him. Thrive. So when you ordered the same size mm-hmm. as me, yeah, for this hoodie, yeah, what what did you want then? Well, okay, so here's the thing: is that this hoodie is so thick, and like I'm not even just saying this to be a salesperson. This hoodie is so thick and warm that it just like doesn't hang the way that like a cheap, thin like Hanes sweater does, mm. and so it just fits differently. There's not much cooking here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High quality. High quality. Hi, I wish we knew what the name of the uh, the URL would be because we'd we'd stay right now, but we don't fucking know yet. Right, it's a Friday. That that's Tuesday or Wednesdays. That's a Tuesday thing. or Wednesday thing. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so uh, we'll, 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 we'll you let know you know. You could probably just search search Google. We'll put in the link below. <laughs> yeah. If you go down anywhere you're listening or watching, just uh, go go down. We're doing really well so yeah. far. Anyway, welcome back. How's it been? How was your fucking week? Tell us everything. We're super excited. After you have commented a fantastic idea below for what the name of the audience is going to be, that's not Wild Till Niners. Right. Um, love to get an update. Hear what's going on. Give us your feedback. Yeah. Well, not really feedback. I don't really want to hear that. Just go, let us know what's going on. Only Christmas if it's plans. Nice. What? Only if it's nice. Right. Okay. Only like positive feedback. Right. If it's negative, just watch something else. And then, um, uh, how's your Hanukkah? How's your Christmas? How's all of it? Yeah. Oh shit! Christmas soon. Yeah. Christmas soon. I know. Oh my God! Jeremy still hasn't got me a present, and my present is hot fire. I'm gonna be honest. My present for you, hot fire. There have been. Three or four listeners that have quite literally in my DMs been like, "What? So what'd you get, Lauren, for Christmas?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I haven't got it yet." And they're like, "No, but like, what'd you get her?" I was like, "I haven't got it yet." They're like, "I won't tell her." I was like, "Bro, I haven't fucking got it yet." Yeah, well, that's tough. I'm I love that for um for me that just people are looking out for me. You know, when you told me exactly what gift to get you, and then told me to split it with your mother, <laughs> I think that just like put me into this like, you know, I'll I'll get around to it. I get around to it. Does that mean I'm not getting a gift? No, you get a gift. Okay. Yeah. I just thought that I was, there's so I much. I got your stocking stuffer. You did? Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I got your stocking stuffer. Yeah. I, so I'm, hang on. Is it one stocking stuffer? Yeah, it's one. One? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I have a whole bag of shit for you. Quality, just, quantity does not mean quality. Okay. All right. Anyway. All right. Oh my God, I can't wait to wrap Moose's stocking. I'm so excited. Me too, babe. I'm Me too. I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, okay, so I got an interesting message this week on our community on the Wild Till 9 hotline. Um, you can text us. What's our number? I don't know. It's below. It's below. Okay. Well, yeah. We're doing really fucking well today. It literally, like, it's going, it, 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 the URL's right there. It's right there. It really yeah. is right there. Um, so I got an interesting text this week that um, really prompted, honestly, some self-reflection. Um, a moment to look inwards for myself. <laughs> and I thought I could. Wait, pause, stop. Also, there's an Instagram, and then there's also a YouTube account you should follow, too. And a Twitter. And a Twitter. We have got our Twitter. We have our Twitter. Did we, who gave us a Twitter account? Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure her name was Rachel, and she was so sweet. So uh, we both slept on accident on getting the Twitter handle Wild Till 9 before we even launched the pod. You know, like, when there's two people doing everything, you, like, yeah. kind of, like, divide and conquer, mm-hmm. and, like, you do this, and I do that. And, like, Lauren does all, of, like, the creative design assets things. I do all the back-end stuff, get everything set up and getting the accounts up. But, like, there's certain things that, like, she has a better plug at, like, certain social platforms and this and that. So, like, we divide and conquer, and then there's some things that we divide, and then we never really conquer. And they fall through the right. racks. Thank God someone else conquered that for us. Yes. And then we reached out, and we're like, oh, fuck, what are we going to, like, we're going to have to, like, mortgage Sell the house. Sell a soul. 
yeah. to get this yeah. thing. Yeah. And yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. no, just making sure you guys got it. And I was like, literally, thank you so much, Rachel. Let me double check her name. I wrote her name down because. Give her full name out. No, I'm not going to give her full name, but I just want to make sure I'm getting it right. I want to give her the recognition. <laughs> and also, she is the first person literally before me getting a Wild Till Nine hoodie. Well, I have one. She is literally the second person in front of me getting a Wild Till Nine hoodie. Got it. It's me and you, Rach. Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. We love you so much, and we appreciate you more than ever. Oh, my God. Okay, you coming up. Okay, so I got a text message to the Wild Till 9 hotline, and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find the exact message, or else I'd read it word for word verbatim, but essentially, she was in the predicament of feeling like she was damaged goods. After being in a long-term relationship, she had been single for just over a year now, and her ex is now engaged. And so she mm. is, she's feeling hesitant about getting back in the dating game and she feels like she's damaged good. So she obviously like still hasn't fully recovered or moved on and just isn't feeling good. Um, and I'm sure in, I'm sure uh, a lot of different ways. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that I've had the damaged goods feelings Okay, as much really? as, I mean, I have, but not like, um, like me, <laughs> I, I didn't know how to say that. Uh, <laughs> I feel as if you have more experience feeling right. that like damaged goods than I do. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and, and like, let's dive in like, before we start just getting into our like yeah, past shit, traumas you just fucking and went stuff. Right into it. No, God. I was going to say, let me, fun episode. Turn let it up. Me Friday warm night, it damaged up. goods. Let me fucking warm it up first. Jesus. Well, you just already told me no heads. I don't know what we're warming up. Yeah. Well, this is, this is verbal foreplay for when we're about to get into like my trauma. Um, okay. So first of all, like, let's talk about, um, how you move on and like, Post breakup, you feel like ass. Like you, it feels like the end of the world. You feel like shit. You know, like whether it hits you right away or like a month later. I feel like you always hear um, that phrase that like girls, and this is like the most stereotype of all stereotypes that girls feel it immediately, and right. then a month later are fucking thriving, hot as ever, and just like absolutely living their best life. And men, um, they immediately are like, it's not so bad, not so bad. And then a month later, they are just in their underwear eating ice cream playing video games, acting like a de degenerate, and are then sad a little bit later. I was going to say, is there a, a portion that's different than a lot of other times? Because <laughs> ah. the first half was very much me, like, minus the video games. Uh, yeah. Eating yeah. ice cream, I a see, little stone yeah. on the couch. Yes, yes. Yeah. We have a photo. I wish you could post it. It's very funny. Um, yeah, so, I, I, I like, what is, uh, what like, what's your go-to post-breakup? Like, what's your routine? What's your breakup routine? Sex. Oh, sex. Absolutely. Always. Wow. Men yeah. really do think with their penises. It's, it's well, insane. I'm not going to listen. All right, I'm not speaking for every man that's ever existed. Yeah. I'm just saying for me, uh, I go to what is um, um, female and breathing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. End of age. End of age, end of age. That's Very important. That's Very an important, important. piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that is the most important piece, I feel like. Nope. Uh, breathing, breathing think, maybe is more Breathing important. is not, a, not more. Well, actually, maybe I maybe would say equal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah I'm yeah, not yeah. going to put one ahead of the other one. Okay. Necrophilia and pedophilia. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that's a common one, honestly. What's necrophilia? that other? Uh, well, no, not that one. Um, I meant sex. Sex Got it. Is, okay, is yeah. what I meant. Uh, and, and realistically, it's, it's, it's not because I'm like, oh, let's go have sex. To me, um, I feel like all the times that I've gone from in a relationship to single, it's let's go out right. with some friends. I'm not going to call my like uh, uh, academic friends to sit there and have a nice discussion about it and discuss my feelings. I'm going to call the like whoever I know is always down for a good time. Right. I'm going to I'm going to give them that that line of like 
You'll never guess what this meet me here. And I know that person will drop whatever they're doing and come and meet me. And you'll have a good time. Yeah. And it'll probably end in sex. I also think it, like there's an ego element to that too, because it's like obviously it's a feeling of rejection post right. breakup, right? And then when someone random like decides that they want you in that moment, you're like, oh shit, I still got it, right? I mean, and like that's not to say that like if the relationship ended in a specific way that you know hurt my feelings, you know somehow maybe it'd mm-hmm. be different. But like right. all I'm saying is like from my past experiences, that's typically been my my mo. Oh, okay. I How mean- about you? Um, I mean, we've talked about this before, but like when I am getting out of a relationship, it's usually because I, um, have not, I don't want to say like have, have what, what's that beat like a dead horse? Like, is that it? Is that it? Um, be- I don't want to beat a dead horse. I don't want to beat a dead, be yeah. beating a dead horse. No, you yeah. beat the dead horse. Yeah. Yeah. The horse, yeah, yeah. The horse, <laughs> is, horse is, is dead. It's cold. Horse is cold. Okay. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting, there's way too much talk about dead stuff. Like in the first 15 minutes of the pot and I'm uncomfortable. Well, no more dead stuff. Then. No more dead You're stuff. the one beating horses. You're the one necrophilia. You brought that up. I simply gave it a name. <laughs> Call it what it was. So my my thing is that um, when I'm exiting a relationship, it is because I have given 445% and I should have probably exited much earlier, but I haven't. And so when I do exit, like it's been time to go. So th- there's just no chance. Like I've never gotten back with an ex. Like when I exit, it's an exit. And um, so after that, I feel like there's people are like, oh, you should spend time alone, healing, working on you, focusing on you. And, and I do think that's I think that's important. I think you need to be OK with yourself being alone. But I also feel like for me personally, um, and this is a more on an emotional level versus a sexual right. level, but I immediately want to just meet other people as a reminder that there are other fish in the sea. Like, you just, like, spend so much... And by fish, you mean men with penises. Men with penises right. in L.A. is well, what I meant by that. Men with a penis, actually. I'm going to revise that. Right, one penis, one yeah. penis. Men with one penis. Mm-hmm. I actually... Oh, my God, this is so off topic, but someone just showed me a photo of a guy that together. had... Yes, yeah. with the two penises, yeah. and they were the same size. That was the shocking part. I don't remember... They were the, the exact same penises, size, yeah. and it was like a V penis. Well, it'd be better than that than like one big one and one small one. Although that would be better for like different options. That gives you yeah. options. That yeah. gives you options. Mm. I, I think they can both come. That's so odd. Or what if it's one come and then it splits off into two? I'd like I to go back so many to, questions. to whatever <laughs> we were talking about before this. Um, got it. So officially flagging this is an episode that my father cannot listen to. And there goes monetization again. Yeah, well, you know, I think when you said necrophilia, we might have lost it. That's, that's a scientific term. Sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, I need a reminder that there are other people in the world, and it's not even about them being interested in me. Like, obviously, it's flattering for someone to want to go on a date with me or whatever. Yeah. But it's more just about, fuck you. <laughs> go, what? <laughs> but it's more about yeah. me. I will fucking kill you. Oh, you are about sorry. to lose a co-host. You're about to lose a co-host in four seconds. Jeremy Michael Lewis, drop the tone. Okay, mom. Drop the tone. Uh, go ahead. Jeremy's mom on a group text today um, said Jeremy Michael. Yeah, she did. I enjoyed it. It yeah. was pretty funny. She That's brings out the middle serious. name when, when she's she's yeah. had enough. Yeah, she has. She's had enough. Anyway, Lauren. I I need emotionally to know that there are other types of humans out there. You know what I mean? Like... After you spend so much time revolving your life around one person who has, you know, a certain set of characteristics 
and you're like, well, fuck, that didn't work. I need to go out and meet other people and be like, oh, like you get to feel out the different senses of humor, you know, and you get to feel out how someone will interact with like a waiter. Because I always feel like that says so much about someone if they're nice to someone in like the customer service industry. And I don't know, I just feel like I need reminders and maybe this is very shallow and selfish, but this is part of like my healing process is that I need to see other one penis men out in the world being a one penis man. Got it. Okay. You know? Yeah. That wasn't was that a filter on Hinge? A one penis man? Yeah. Um I don't think it is, but Hinge, we would love to lend you that idea. I just don't think that there are that many uh, more than one penis men that would need to turn that filter on. Um and I don't know if they would necessarily lead with that. I mean, fucking shit, they might. Maybe That's not on Hinge, true. but I think on Tinder that would be more of a mm, Tinder yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, not that I don't want to get back on track, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't think necessarily, here's my thing. I don't, I think people get um, like s- taking care of themselves and being selfish, like confused sometimes because nothing about what you said, you weren't doing anything that was uh, taking away from anybody else. Agreed. So it's just like, I don't think that's really selfish. I think that's just making sure that you're putting your own priorities first. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, I definitely was not hurting anyone. Yeah. And I mean, the dates that I, w- that I went on, um, you know, pre- for you um i was very open to being like yeah i've been single for six seconds like i'm i'm just i'm just out here going hanging out with people you yeah know what i mean? remember like, when you said that and then 10 minutes later here yeah, we are here we are here we are yeah uh but no, I, I just like to me however you need to heal yeah you should heal i agree i mean just sort of you know hurting yourself more with other things but like yeah. you know whatever it is that you're you're missing like to a degree, I think even if it's something that's not necessarily good for you long term, there's a quick reminder of like, oh, and that's why I don't go out on Tuesdays. Got it. Right. And I think, too, just like looping back on her question, like I'm sad that she's focused on not focused, but I'm just I'm just sad and empathetic towards her that she feels like she's behind and that it's not like a competition, but she feels she feels like she's the fact lagging. that she mentioned that the ex is engaged right, right. Um, colors the whole thing for me. For sure. For sure. And I mean, I think. Part of me is like she and and obviously we don't know. We don't know any of the details of the breakup, of the relationship, et cetera. But I want we know that she's a listener and we don't know that he is. So fuck that guy. Yeah, so fuck that guy. We're yeah. on your side, bitch. Yeah. We got you. And like, I wonder if she's thinking that should have been me. I wish that was me. Why wasn't I good enough that that was me? Like when it happens so fast like that. So if it was in a year span, like. How long was he single for? How long did they date for? And then they got engaged. Like, that is a pretty quick timeline. And so, but that like, happens to a lot of guys. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I guess. Of t- but I also like guys are very good at, uh, and like speaking from experience, like, not, <laughs> like I've said, like not doing that thing, not doing that thing, not doing that thing. And right. then the moment it's over, it's like, I guess I could do that thing. Right. And most because uh, the new girl yeah. hasn't been nagging me about it since day one. So, totally. So totally. Like, totally. It's totally. kind of a, a positioning yeah. thing. Yeah. That's so true. That is so true. Um, Oh, yeah, I don't know. It colors it for sure. And like, I think the biggest moment, the biggest pivotal moment for me when I went from being um, hurt and feeling like damaged goods um, out of my last breakup was feeling like, I guess, sorry for myself and pitying myself and not like pitying myself, but being like, why wasn't I good enough? What did I not do enough of? Why was I not loved enough for this to happen? Um, da, da, da. but it was more like, well, fuck, if you don't want to do this with me, there's going to be someone else who's excited about doing life with me. And it wasn't you fine. We're moving on. We're past that. I'm going to go and, you know, live my life for me, not focus on the past because that's done now. 
and find someone who's excited about you. And I think that's like the biggest thing. If she's focused on the past and what could have been or what might have happened, like I think it's about looking forward. And obviously if she needs to look at her present and just like herself and like spend time healing and figuring out what's making her feel like damaged goods, obviously like spend time doing that for sure. And if you have to go have sex, go have sex. If you have to go find a one penis man, go find a one penis man. But I think it's focusing on the future and being like, well, shit, like we're just two people. It didn't work out. I'm going to go try again and find someone who's excited about me and excited about a future together. I mean, yeah, I think it's different for everybody. And because to me, like the damaged goods thing, it's not like there's a, a, uh, uh, quick instruction manual to be able to reset that. Right. Like the damage is different for everybody. So, uh, I think that there's no time limit. There's no amount of penis. There's no <laughs> amount of girl. There's no amount of guys, no, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. I think it's unique to everybody. Mm. And realistically, I think it's only compounded in times like now when we're all stuck at home and have nothing but like old memories to look back on because a lot of yeah. us aren't making new ones. Oh my God. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. The amount of high school friends that I've reconnected with uh, during this last like eight months has been insane. Yeah, I haven't talked to anybody from my high school, but th yeah, that. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's like you're like our future everything about everyone's future right now is so like kind of like a we're all on hold like a haze we're yeah all on hold. like no one knows what it's gonna look like so yeah i know that totally makes sense especially oh, like we're entering cuffing season shit we're, we're in cuffing I season. Said, what do you mean we are peak cuffing season right now we're, we're entering cuffing season and and just short of you making serious commitments like cuffing season is very different this year it is so it's just like i think there's a lot of things going on right now is Mercury in retrograde? Is, is I have no fucking idea. Is that's, a, that's not my thing. Okay, got it. So I don't know anything about Mercury. Okay, got it. Well, you know, if it is, that too. Yeah, I mean, that too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> so do you want to share with the audience how broken of a woman you are? Or? What do you mean? I'm not broken. I'm fucking great. I know. <laughs> you just have more experience in this, this, this book than I do. I've had a lot of people, and by a lot of people, I mean six very vocal people, in my DMs making accusations about um, past public relationships that are pretty fucking wild. Um, and so that uh, has led me to feel like I need to make some kind of blanket statement that uh, this is not shade. This is literally just my life experience. Like this is something that has happened to me and we have a relationship podcast and this is our podcast. So like, this is not, this is not talking shit. This is not shade. Um, but for the six people in my DMs, honestly, just fuck off. I'm going to go on a limb and say that the six people in the DMs probably don't, actually, they probably do watch this. Yeah, they probably do. pissed about something. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Fuck I'm, off, I'm, all six of you. Yeah, all six of you. Fuck right off. Um, and this is our podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's our podcast. It's our podcast. And these are our experiences. So again, like, uh, this is what has happened to me and how it made me feel. I, I don't, st I, stop having to, you just talk about what you want to talk about. Okay. Don't worry about those six okay. people. Don't okay. worry about it. Okay, they're bullying me. I know. Fuck <laughs> Oh, like I know people oh are mean. Shit, I literally, I posted something on Instagram the other day, and yeah. like people were like, "Fuck that little kid." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah whatever." And, and I was back like, yeah, "Fuck that little kid." Yeah, just like I. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. if you're gonna hate, hate, just whatever. Yeah, I mean, and I just and this is what I will say before we dive into trauma is that like because I did have such a public relationship, people love to take the curated content that was presented to them and make their own assumptions, which is fair. You're allowed to have your own opinion. 
but it just gives people so much space to create a dialogue that just absolutely does not exist and can victimize one person or the other. And it happens on both sides. Like we both experience that a hundred percent. And I'm not trying to contribute to that is basically what I'm trying to say. I feel like I have a relatable story and experience that I feel like is helpful for our listeners and it's our podcast. So I'm going to fucking share it. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy to me that I think people have the audacity to even uh, insert themselves in literally i sassed the fuck honestly some girl just wrote a comment uh, and it just rubbed me the wrong fucking way and i i fucking went off on i got i got man i got man in the comments and this is as an influencer highly recommend not doing what i did (laughs) lauren loves just fucking burn the house down sometimes she made me man honestly it was something had just pissed me off and she i read the comment the wrong time and i was like Hey girl, um, two people in this relationship. Guess what? One of them, not fucking you. I um, <laughs> I saw a comment after a pot or two ago, whatever, when people went and looked at me singing with my ex. Yeah, and someone like I saw two or three people in like a little thread go, "Oh shit, I didn't know Jeremy used to date her." I always thought he was like a piece of shit cloud chase that we didn't fucking like. But now that I watched the <sighs> podcast, I didn't even know who it was. Right. I, I realized he's not. And I'm like, so you had such a strong opinion on on right, me, right? Right. Off of a three-minute singing video. Off of some other shit or whatever. Uh. And then you got to know, I guess, this new person and then realized you couldn't be right about the other one because the new person didn't uh, personify that. I, that makes no fucking sense. I, I want to fucking, I want to drop kick. I, I want to I want to roll heads. Let's talk about <laughs> the stories before we just, uh, anyway, go ahead. Woo! I'm sweating, blanket off. Oh, Friday bitch. night. Oh, bitch. Turn oh. it up. Also, we had a lot of uh, nature patterns here. Oh, yeah. This is my, oh, my God. This is uh, the Barefoot Dreams blanket. Highly recommend. Softest blanket I have ever touched in my entire life. A little overpriced, going to be honest. But maybe something to add to the Christmas list. I guess when this comes out, it'll be it'll really be close nearly to Christmas. fucking Christmas. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I feel like my two most serious relationships I came out of with um, two, not two, um, just like a few different like notable, and I don't want to say damaged goods because I, I don't necessarily think that like I felt broken or damaged i just feel like when you leave a relationship you come out of it with certain habits or just like uh reactions um or insecurities and also like on the positive side from every relationship you just learn so much so it's not to say that like i came out of each one being like ah shit chalk up my new trauma from this relationship like that's not at all like what this is but on the topic of broken of damaged goods (laughs) what a disclaimer disclaimer i mean just fuck i know i'm so guilty of always feeling like i have to explain myself and i absolutely do not you don't i know i know i don't know i just feel like the more context that you give it's like if people are going to make assumptions i'm like okay well let me put the info on a platter for you i get it it. and like that's also why i think people think and and for good reason you're a non-problematic like figure right but at the same time like speak your truth it's it's your truth and if people don't like it whatever yeah guess what there are lots of other podcasts to go listen to yeah. If, you, if you don't want to be a well till niner. Well, also just like we, <laughs> we were trying to foster an environment where you could be honest. Yeah, 100%. And if people that's don't true. like the honesty, that's okay. Just go somewhere else. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's so true. We do foster honesty. Will here. you tell your fucking story? Yes. Okay, so two serious relationships. I and love you. The, fir- <laughs> the first one. No, I'm, my brain is going in like 400 I can different tell. directions yeah. tonight. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't stay on topic. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So in my first year's relationship, it would have been at about 18. Um, I started dating um, this guy and about six months in, he developed epilepsy, which was, you know, something that as an 18 year old, you were absolutely not expecting. And he also had uh, a difficult and like very lots of moving parts, family life. So I and his family I, life was it was just like challenging. It was challenging. Okay. And um. I and I did this to myself like this was not something that he asked of me or expected of me like I fully took on this role because like it is what I wanted to do and what I thought was right in the time but I eventually transitioned myself from like a partner to a caregiver and it made me suffer as as a partner to him you know what I mean well I feel like at a certain point in time like watching my like grandparents get older and obviously one suffers after they've been together for 50 years right like obviously right. it's not to say they're not in love and they don't love each other but just like when your energy and time and emotions are starting to be kind of spent and prioritized to keep them healthy right or to feel like you need to be there for like survival purposes right right and not i'm turned on by this person we're going on dates and this and that or it can like be free and fun and 18 years old like yeah i think that it would be a miracle if you were able to keep both of those alive without either suffering right right for sure and i just like i just felt like i was not being a good partner i was being a great caregiver honestly right. but yeah i was investing so much energy into that that like the other side of like what i should have been providing was suffering and so again like this didn't leave me with like trauma or like damaged goods but like moving forward i was so scared to accidentally fall into that role into my next serious relationship i was like what if this is just like something that i do like well, right. And obviously, like, you know, he had epilepsy. So it's like right. there's a, obviously a big piece there. But I think when some things don't work out and you go into the next relationship and you don't want to go into that space again, mm. I think it's easy to go, well, maybe I did take on certain things that I could take on in any relationship. And, right. it, and it is on me. I think like we look inward all the time. Absolutely. And just blame. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, the other big piece of this, too, and like I've spoken to this in any mental health video that I've ever done is that 
is that is that during a seizure, it is like the epitome of loss of control. And I did not handle that well. I did so poorly with that. I should have been in therapy, like working through that. I should have been talking to professionals and I wasn't. I was just so stressed and I was putting so much energy into like this role that I had placed on myself that I didn't need to make so intense. And um, it was very much like the root of developing severe anxiety and OCD because of like this lack of control that I would experience over and over and over with um, epilepsy. And like, it was just so crazy because he was so chill about it. He was just like, yeah, like another seizure, like it's going to keep happening. But it was definitely something that impacted my life moving forward. Again, not damaged goods. Um, and I want to be very clear, we ended on great terms because that's kind of how the relationship fizzled out is that we just realized that we were best friends. And I had honestly, again, to my own demise, like I had placed myself in this caregiver role. And um, so when we parted ways, I definitely had a lot to work through mentally and also um in terms of being in a relationship again I was like oh my god is this a thing that I just like do like I don't know and so then I had all this new this new weight that I had made for myself on my shoulders to work through moving forward I wish you'd be a caretaker for me that'd be great bitch are you kidding I pick up your the, the amount of times that if you I bring up socks if you bring up socks <laughs> if you bring up fucking socks Ladies, I leave my socks places. I do it. I my name is Jeremy, and I don't know how to pick up my fucking socks. I get hot. They get gross. I take them off. I'm on the couch. I'm sorry. That's my bad. I, I'm bad at that. I'm really bad. But you know what? I'm I'll vacuum dead. under the fucking cushions. Yeah. I have no problem. I'll yeah, rip yeah. that thing open. Yes, I know. You pick up my socks. I know. I know. Yeah. No. No. But I. I genuinely like going into my next relationship. I was like, oh my god. Like I need to be conscious of this so that I don't end up just like doing this with everyone that I date. And also, I mean, you always hear of like the stories of, uh, you know, the girl cooking and cleaning and taking care of like the immature boy or whatever. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my God, like I need to make sure that I don't ever do this again. Like right. I don't, obviously epilepsy was not a part of it where it would like provoke that like maternal <laughs> instinct, I guess. I don't know. Um, but that was like, that was like a big pivotal shift, um, especially in terms of mental health, like moving forward out of that relationship. Do you want to talk about my next my next round of trauma, or do you do you want to take a turn? I, I got to be honest. <laughs> You're like I'm good. Well, no, that, okay, okay. So let me give the flip side of this, right? Okay. Um, I am fully aware and so apologetic to eh, probably three or four girls who I dated along the way, okay, who were one hundred percent undeniably a better partner to me than I was to them. Oh, interesting. Okay. No doubt I was not as good of a boyfriend as they were a girlfriend. Okay. It's not even a fucking like question, right? And I'm sure that I left a trail with at least two of them. <laughs> like that just like they got out of the relationship and just like, you know, like the mom that just like has been working all day and has been cooking and cleaning and taking care of kids and this right. and that or whatever. And like, you know, the uh, the partner comes home and they look at her and they're like, oh, what's wrong? And they're like, I'm, I don't, I just don't want to do this shit anymore. I left them like that for sure, oh like absolutely. Just like, but just like I was just, I, I lived my life and everything was fun and like the the cute things about like being young and carefree and just like having fun and going wherever and and being social is only cute if you can flip that and be mature when you need to be mature. Right. And that's something that I've learned in the past few years. Mm. Before it was just go with the fucking flow. Yeah. Like, we'll see what way. Be interested in things you're interested in, and if you're not interested in it, fuck it. Like that was my my attitude, right? And like that's cute when you're 14. That's not uh -huh. cute when you're 24. 
no, 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 no. I mean, and and I feel like a lot of guys would get away with it at 24, but it's like not fucking cute when you're like your late 20s, the second half of your 20s. I mean, yeah, and, and, and realistically, like, sooner the better. But at the same time, like, as long as you learn, right? And, like, obviously, I feel terrible for any of the trauma that I called. And I didn't cause, like, serious trauma to anybody by any means. I'm kidding. But at the same time, I am aware, and I take full responsibility of the fact that, like, uh, even when I wasn't being single and being a fuckboy, like, being in a relationship, I wasn't um, uh, mentally and emotionally mature enough to call things off right and not even saying in like a cheating like capacity what i'm saying is that i saw signs when i was a teenager that like this is not gonna work like we're not that compatible i know we're not gonna get married or whatever yeah. like that's yeah, kind of fun or like oh, i like them for these reasons or like i like them in this part of my life right but like you can't compartmentalize when you're dating and you're especially when you're not married yet right especially as a kid don't look at your relationship like the do any and everything to keep it afloat right if things are going poorly Yes, that sucks. But don't deny that it's going poorly. Oh my, I am the fucking queen of that. But I, I, I'll <laughs> always remember, I had a, a girlfriend in college and she didn't smoke, she didn't drink. She, she was one of those that could like go to a party until two in the morning and just have energy and dance and have fun and Jesus go home. Jesus Christ, yeah, those people kind of worry me, I'm going to be honest. Not natural, <laughs> exactly. it's not natural. <laughs> and of course, like, you know... I, me being like a horny college kid, I was like, oh, she, I mean, she's, and she was very intelligent and fun. And like, she had a great personality. I really did like her. Right. But like, I like to drink. I like to smoke. I like to go to parties. I like to do all that shit at 18 or 19 or 20. Like, that's what I wanted to do. And so when I felt like this person either judged me for doing it and right. got, we got in a fight with her later, or later on, if, if she wasn't with me and it wasn't even like bothering her and just like found out that I was drinking, Ooh. like, it was like, this well realistically it was like a mother figure getting mad at me for right. not behaving in the way that she wanted me to behave right or the expectations that she had set for right. you right so of course that ended poorly because i felt like you know what you're trying to change me and of course she felt like why aren't you giving me the things that i respect that right. i need to make this thing happen and neither of us were right or wrong here but at the end of the day we weren't right for each other yeah and so it's just like getting to that place earlier and being like why, why are we doing this we yeah. could be great friends i like you you like me we're attracted to each other i get that Eight billion people in the world. Why force it? Other fish in the sea. Right. Other one penis men. Right. Out there. Right. Yes. I wasn't necessarily looking for that, but yes. Right. <laughs> Sorry, uh, one vagina women. Never had two, but I I'd give it a I give that, it a roll. That exists. That does exist. Listen, as I just said, things ever go poorly with us. If you have two vaginas out there, you're not out of the cards yet. <laughs> Okay, got it. So we know what filter you would use if that was an option. Yeah, that's not off the table. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it, got it. Now three seems like a lot. Um, yeah, that, that's a, that's a lot. That's very confusing. That, that seems. If there's any new listeners to the podcast <laughs> this week, we just fucking lost them. They're like, what? In the hell? Why does anyone listen to this? <laughs> Genuinely yeah. all over the place. Um, but no, uh... I, it's, 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 it's an important piece. And I also think it's very, very important for both. And well, really anyone to hear feeling broken and feeling hurt and feeling wrong and feeling not good enough yep. is natural. That sucks, but it's natural. Our first instinct, unless you were a sociopath, is to look and go, wow, I can't believe I wasn't able to do this thing that I wanted to do right. when I understand that that's what I, I should have done and that's what he or she wanted and all this shit, right? It's important to understand that like, it's okay to feel that, but don't then focus your energy on the last relationship or what didn't happen and like that's going to happen again. Focus on what is most important to you and your priorities right. and just make sure you're focusing on, on getting those in the next stage. Right. And I think I think that like 
ties up a really nice bow on top of an answer for the initial question that we like started off with that was on the wild tonight hotline like i think that's exactly what we we're saying like focus on the future and focus on your priorities do do yourself a favor i wish we we, we knew this person so we could reach back out to them i know and take a moment i know it's fucking hard but actually thank yourself for getting out of the relationship that you were not supposed to be in that individual is engaged they're moving on absolutely wish them well absolutely Holding a grudge is like taking your own poison. It literally is you are ruining single-handedly your own energy because it doesn't affect them. Like they don't they don't know, they don't care. It does not affect them. Absolutely. And, and that, it is yeah, it's so toxic for yourself. Nothing more time consuming mm -hmm. than hate. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know what? Fucking at those six people in my DMs. Oh fuck off, kids. <laughs> Um, so I think this, this ties in really nicely to Your next um, broken story? my next broken story. Okay, yeah, exactly. So my next relationship, um, and I, I don't know if this is because women are literally biologically on, um, kind of like a science clock, but things in relationships, like relationships, science clock. a science clock. Yeah. But like relationships just tend to get more serious as you get older. You know what I mean? Like that's just the, that's just the matter of fact of it. Like, well, so you have more like things to base it off of. There's, it's a wisdom, right? right. Like I, I think of you in comparison to all the things that have come before this. Right. Exactly. You're right. It's a, just sort of amnesia. That's, that's going to happen. It's perspective. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It it was my most recent relationship that felt the most serious out of all the relationships that I had. I was the oldest, you know, he was three years older, so he was even older than I was. And I mean, I, I guess the science clock does not apply. If you were very like vocal and mind made up about not having kids, then you know what? Like all your relationships, equally as serious. But it is realistic, you know, as you get closer to 30, that your relationships become more serious if you want kids in the future. Actually, we have a couple um, psychiatrists and psychologists that watch Ooh. this pod. Could you uh, elaborate? And if, we, if, if you comment, we will try and find it and pin it. Will you elaborate on if there's any specific end of puberty or developmental pieces with your brain at like the end of your 20s, that whether you're going to have kids or not, you just uh, have a, a, a need to be with someone that you're attracted to. Right. Can you can you speak to that? Because we're not anywhere near qualified to speak oh, to that. Oh, no. But I, I feel like whether you're going to have kids or not, right. there's still a, because like, I think the the like guys' brains are fully developed at like 26, 27. Right. Right? I uh, don't know about that, but okay. Well, like half-baked, right? But like, <laughs> I'm still, this is final form. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But like, I assume that like our, our brains, if we are coming to a place where it's actually developed, we are looking for something. Even if we don't have a reason to to have to do that in the next year or two. I feel like it's just like a, a thing that we're drawn to. I mean, I think it's how you look at security and stability. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I think that there are a handful of people who want to be, you know, in not a monogamous relationship. And if they feel stable and secure in that, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's for them. You yeah. know, that's the right fit for them. Whatever makes you whole. Right, whatever makes you whole. But I think that there are a lot of people who want to enjoy their life, enjoy their successes, enjoy their failures with someone. And that's like having that security and that stability. And whether that's ingrained in us from like way back when, or if it's just a science thing, like, I don't know. I have well, All no we idea. do, like, especially like our age in 90s, just like all we did like growing up was watch Every movie that had the happy ending where a literal guy and woman <laughs> right. ended up together, right? Right. I will be interested to see now that we just know more and we're like not shaming people for not getting married or not having kids or being with the same sex, right? Uh, it'll be interesting to see if that that narrative continues in the next 10, 20 years. Right. And I think, I think 
that people still want to procreate. They want to have babies and they want that stability, you know, and that security of like having their person. And like, I don't think, I hate when people shame someone for being like, you're like, you're so desperate to get married. You're so desperate to like find your person. And it's like, that's a priority in my life. Like, honestly, if your priority is to go and fucking have ice cream every Sunday, fuck you. Like, that's your priority. Enjoy that. I'm not judging you for that. Okay, like, that, that sounds very close to my priorities, though. So let's not let down me too much on that. Uh, I, I I'm not going to lie. I literally have an ice cream place picked out that we're going to go to tomorrow, and I'm very excited. On Saturday. Got yes, it. yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Right, so it's not a Sunday thing. It's a Saturday We digress. Um, so, uh, fucking shit. Now I'm thinking about that ice cream place. You got me off topic. What was I going to say? You get that blackberry crumble ice cream? Um, no, it's something better than the blackberry crumble ice cream bake. I will believe when I see it, but go ahead. Uh, so anyways, um, broken story number two, broken story number two. Okay. So most recent relationship felt the most serious because I was 25 or however old I was. And, um, I, I think the main issue I've spent a lot of time, um, honestly, after this question, like trying to figure out like what the most impactful uh, kind of takeaway that I took from it that could relate to how she was feeling. And the most top line way that I can describe it was that I was so desperate to grow and progress forward mm. and not even in a relationship sense, I think in a maturity sense, in just like a growing up sense, like just in a literal growing in all facets way. And I felt like I was, do that one more time, bitch. <laughs> And, and I just felt like I was dragging my partner behind me and forcing them into growing. And that is just so, so unhealthy. You know what I mean? Like, I think the beginning when you're just like so enamored with each other, you know, you are like, oh, we're obviously on the same page. Like, we're obsessed with each other. Like, we're attracted and we're compatible and laugh the same things. But when things start progressing, you know, one year, two year, three years, and things are still you know, for that person on day one page and I'm on page 200 being like, okay, I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to progress. I'm ready to like, like, this is serious for me. I don't know if this is serious for you, but this is serious for me. And you're investing this time and this energy into it. It's hard not to, I think, A, come away with that being like, why does this person not want to grow with me? Again, like looking inward and trying to find the fault in myself and being like, oh, well, like, why don't they love me enough to want to take this next step with me in life? And what am I doing wrong or what could I do more of? And you look inward and it's absolutely not about that. We were just two people on two separate pages with different priorities that were not growing at the same rate. And it was just so unhealthy. The way that I had perceived it, I guess, and the way that I was blaming myself for not growing at the same rate. Well, I think at the time you misconstrued, well, you didn't misconstrue, you looked at the next steps as growth and that's where you wanted to be and that's right. what you were prioritizing. And he looked at what you wanted to do and felt like you wanted him to change. Absolutely. And 100%. There's a big difference between looking at the next step and going, I, I can't wait to get there. I want to grow into that. Right. And looking at the next step that somebody else has laid out, not being quite ready for it and making it feel like you either have to defy your partner or defy, defy how yourself. You feel. Yeah, exactly. Right. Totally. 100%. And I mean, the least healthy thing you can do there is do an ultimatum of any kind. Right. You know what I mean? Being like, well, like I'm ready for this. And if you don't want to also be ready for this, maybe we're not right for each other. But at the end of the day, that's kind of the reality of it. Like if you're not on the same page to grow together, like you can't force that person to grow. Right. I, to me, and I don't mean, 
sales 101. Let's hop in there. Uh, here we go. No, the biggest like people, the ultimatum thing is 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 it's the least healthy. Yeah. And literally in sales, we talk about different types of yeses. And sometimes you get to a close and people say yes, right? Uh, they're interested. And then they never pick up the phone again because they didn't know how to say no. Right. That's the worst type of yes you can get because then the other person that's presenting that ultimatum goes, but they said yes. Why didn't I get a yes? What you need and what people should try and learn how to do is find that bridge and common ground by saying, this is my priority. This is what I want. This is what this is my next step. And I understand that that is not necessarily the same page that you're on. What do you want me to do? Right. Okay. And so probably not as eloquently, but I mean, we had a version of that conversation. And um, I think one of our main issues was solved with money to literally buy time. Right. And that like that really fucked me up, like full transparency. That fucked me up for a long while where it was it was we were we were just so far off on our communication to not be able to have a transparent conversation of why we were on such different pages and how to bridge that gap and what the priorities were and like what 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 our options were that it was like putting a money band-aid on it for an entire year well what's interesting and it was money for you but i think people in similar situations will put the a an asset or something that is somewhat of a commodity, but it's like the most like important commodity. Like that's the one thing you did have to spare, right? That was important. Of course, money is important, right? right? And investing in something together is important. But it's the one thing that I think you both had that obviously is important, but could give without sacrificing anything and everything else. And that's why I think it left you feeling vulnerable. My my brain just just malfunctions. Um, wait, what? <laughs> you no, didn't, you didn't want. You weren't asking to buy a house together. You were asking to take the next step together. Yes, correct. And I can't believe I'm having relationship theory, but my last relationship with my new relationship. No, but <laughs> you wanted to be together and you wanted to move towards whatever, you know, what that looked like, right? right and right. and he wanted to satisfy your itch to continue to keep things the way they were without, you know, self destructing. Right. Yeah. So you both came to the conclusion of the most important thing that you were willing to to, to do together, to give up, right, to right. get somewhere that you thought was progress. But realistically, it didn't really get you to where you needed to be. Mm -hmm. It just created a distraction that was a an investment and something you guys did together, but still actually didn't get you anywhere near where you needed to be. 100%. It was a Band-Aid. It was absolutely a Band-Aid on so many more deeper issues that needed to be solved. Like, Honestly, we probably should have just broken up at that conversation. Right. Like that that's that's where instead of patching a band-aid on it for another year and, you know, going through um conversation over conversation of like the growth, the why are we on different pages situation. And just the reality of it is that like we are just two different people and it just didn't work out. And that's which is and totally that's, okay. And which is totally okay. I know. It it you right. you're, you're you're throwing things that yes. feel like the and that obviously is the next step. But it's not actually getting you to the thing that you think you want. Right. And it's just making you feel good temporarily. Exactly. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, the engagement is like the perfect uh, like comparison. Um, people, do it all the time with, people do it all the time with babies, too. Right. We'll have a baby. That's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. That is a you. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a ring. You can't return that. That's no. not. That is not. That is much more permanent. No, I just like it. It sucks because on the outside, right, this girl that feels broken, if yeah. she... 
although she's feeling terrible inside, and, and it's not that that's not normal, right? It's okay to feel terrible, right? It's, it's understand to, to feel that pain is okay, right? To internalize it and understand it. But if she were to go through the grocery store right now, it's not like there's a little label overhead that says broken goods, right? right? It's, it's, it's inside, right? It's what she's feeling. So yeah. it's, it's, it's finding that common ground between realizing that, okay, I feel broken, but I am not externally or I'm not broken to somebody else. Right? That's exactly what it is. Like I'm not broken to somebody else is like, that is that, that is, should be in, in the marquee above the podcast. I am not broken to someone else. Cause like when I, when I left that relationship, Again, just like it destroyed me being like, why was I not good enough? Like, why was it uh, what, what was it about me that wasn't enough love or enough whatever it was enough future that that caused this? And eventually it was just like, oh, well, like, fuck, this probably is not going to happen again to me, like realistically. And I mean, it, it fucked me up in the sense that like it skewed my my idea, I guess, of commitment and what commitment could look like and what commitment should feel like. You know what I mean? It, it changed my perspective and I think actually opened up my perspective to like what commitment actually means. Because buying a house with someone is is a commitment on paper. Right. But emotionally and like healthy relationship wise, it was not a commitment. And so I think it actually helped me progress my perspective on what that should look like, what it should feel like and and how it should be done together yeah i mean at, at its core a lot of times marriage can be a business arrangement or it can be a lifelong arrangement right like yeah. it's what you make of it right so if you build a relationship together or if you build a house together right it, it either is a, it's symbolic or it's actually something that you're willing to commit to that was deep babe fuck yeah that was deep i don't even have any whiskey right now that was deep shit um I, what's interesting to me and and this is like such a a, a different I don't know how to um, say this next, I guess, experience and story in a smooth way or presentation. So forgive me if I, I kind of like stutter through it. Oh, this feels sexual. Lay it on us. It is sexual. Oh yeah. But now it, it's sen- it's like a, it, it's sensitive, but I think it's important to share. Okay, interesting. So in the middle of my Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Raya League ho phase, right? Um, yes, that one. I cast a very very wide net. Right, two um, vaginas. Well, I didn't run into that. Okay. Uh, I didn't run into that. Uh, and I don't know how to like present this information in an like serious tone, but joking way. But like, and it wasn't anything that was like you know uh, sad or anything. But I I matched with this girl I remember, and we got talking actually. And she was a big mu- um, musician, and she had she was writing a good song or whatever. I mean, they talked about music and whatever. And was all over just like text or whatever. And I remember the conversation came up around just expectations of what she wanted, and I distinctly remember just how articulate she was in what she was interested in, and. She shared with me, like, she didn't share, like, details, but she said that she had come out of a relationship or a situation where she had been uh, sexually abused. Okay. And I don't know if it was, like, a one-time thing or something that happened a lot, right? But that was something that had happened and that she was currently getting through it. And it was something that she was processing. And and I say that she was very articulate because I remember, like, reading this as someone I hadn't met yet. And the way that she almost approached it was so open and and trying to to figure it out herself but right. figuring out with other people that she was very much just like it's not to say that i don't um want to feel feelings of attractions or whatever but i am currently not interested in having sex at all but i am interested in getting to know people and being sexual with them as long as they're okay and comfortable understanding that i need to be in control good for her honestly that is so crazy respectable that one she 
was able and felt comfortable enough to make that like very candid statement that's so vulnerable like well, that is yeah crazy vulnerable and i remember like she and she said it in such a, a clear and distinct way i remember that and then she was like is is that okay Right. Um, and I don't want to even hang. I don't even want to give you any idea. I want to manage the expectations. To be very clear about that. I was like, Ab- that's absolutely okay. I was like, right. I, 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 and I said, I said something to the effect of, I am. Uh, I hear you. I absolutely understand that completely. Please, um, uh, guide. We'll, let's hang out, right? But like, if if anything makes you uncomfortable, just let me know, right? right. And right. I, I'm aware of that. Please, but just like let me know. But absolutely. And we hung out like a handful of times and like we, we did, like we did hook up and, and it was this, uh, honestly very healthy, um, overly, Open. overly communicative, yeah. um, kind of experience or whatever. And I remember at the end, the last time we like hung out or whatever, I actually was the one who was like, you know, I like hanging out with you. I think we could be friends. We could talk about music. I am kind of like ready to move on to, I don't know what it is, but like, I, I want to like bookend whatever this is right and she was like yeah thank you so much i appreciate that you were great or whatever and we we actually didn't talk after that but like i she was very very nice and like i to me it's it's that's such a i think so many people would be like oh that's weird that's uncomfortable maybe it is for some people and maybe for someone who was was struggling with the opposite of the same thing maybe maybe that would bring them closer or farther apart but the reason i bring it up is she obviously felt like broken goods yeah she felt a very very real pain and insecurity and something that she needed not practice but she needed to regain through experience yeah she needed to regain trust i'm sure in 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 men in men not taking advantage of her right right and and it's very easy to joke and be like oh so the girl just wanted to hook up but she wanted to be in control like it's very like that joke writes itself right and the reason that i i bring it up is because i think men women anyone needs to understand that the other side sometimes needed needs to be vulnerable but they need to be vulnerable by almost facing that fear head on. And the other person needs to either sign up and be okay with that mm-hmm. or communicate, you know what, I'm not comfortable with that or I don't want to take a part in that. And right. either side's okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think also, and something that I took away and like reflected on afterwards after my last breakup was that like I should have been vulnerable in feeling, in saying and communicating that, I understand that I feel like I am nagging you and that I feel like that I am forcing you that and that I feel like I'm trying and you feel like I'm forcing you to change. Like, I feel like that would have been such a better and healthier conversation rather than me being like, well, I don't understand why you don't want to move in, but you bought a house with me. You know what I mean? Like, like that, that's not productive. That is not productive. That is not going to go in the right direction. And had I just been more vulnerable and admitted to, I guess, the things that hurt my ego that I just didn't want to voice, or maybe I hadn't even admitted them to myself Say yet. what you want to say. Say what you fucking want to say. Oh, Don't my God. say the thing that you think isn't going to get you judged by the other person, right? I mean, I don't even know if it was that. I just think that I didn't want to I don't admit, think you admit it to yourself. Right. I don't yeah. think I want to admit to my ego that that's what was happening. You know what I mean? Like, I was trying so desperately to have this person want to grow with me. You know what I mean? It, that's what it was. It was like, I wanted them to want that. And I couldn't admit that to myself that that there just was the possibility that they just didn't want that. I think the the misnomer that I, I even hear you say all the time is the word serious. It was the most serious relationship, the most serious relationship. Right. Well, I, I think that the biggest thing I learned coming out of a a relationship where I got engaged is that it's not about how 
serious the relationship is as to the level of seriousness has nothing to do with whether the relationship is healthy or not. Rela- oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Right. The relationship is is healthy if both individuals are able to grow in the way that they want to grow, and that complements the other person. Right. You're growing together, and it's healthy, and you're supporting each other and growing towards the same goals and priorities. And not to say that they all have to be aligned, but just like the pillars of your priorities are aligned and you're working towards them together, but also individually. And they're weaving in and out and it makes sense. Well, someone's goal can be their own goal that the other person doesn't have an active hand in, in making, right? Oh, totally. Someone, I could want to quit my job tomorrow and start a bakery. And that requires a sacrifice from you mm-hmm. to be able to enable that from a financial sense, a, a, an emotional sense, yeah. all these things, right? And we we would have to come together. And by the way, I'm not starting a fucking bakery. I was going to say, Jeremy can't cook for shit. I can't cook for like, shit. I, yeah. I can't believe you even went to that metaphor. Well, I tried to pick example. up the most like far out thing. Yeah, <laughs> but like you know, if I was going to like if I was going to pursue a dream or a passion or something that right. was really important to me, that realistically, whether I liked it or not, was going to impact you. For sure, right? Like my my salary and my health insurance and my all that's gone right overnight. Like that's going to be something that, although you don't have an active hand in like whether or not that dream comes true, mm. you're going to be there in other ways. Sure. And if you're not comfortable with that, don't put the the goal over the relationship and vice versa because one's going to have to be sacrificed. You have to be on the same page. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, fucking shit. Wow. Couples therapy for past couples, for our past relationships. I love that. Broken hearts. Broken hearts, broken people. Here we are, <laughs> babe. We're not broken. No, not broken at all. Fuck. I, I'm not kidding. It was. It maybe took me two weeks to be like, "Fuck, someone's gonna want me." Shit. Well, uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, right. I, I, it's funny because I I don't know if it was date one, two, three, four, whatever it was. I remember, and this is probably with, with me. Yeah, with you. Oh, with me. Well, just saying something outside of me being like, so real quick, you have. Oh, it was before we were gonna date. Uh, that's right. It was like date three or four, and okay. I remember I was uh, very much just ask you point blank. So, to be clear, you you have fucked your ex again, right? Since you broke up, and you have. <laughs> You have hooked up with some random person that's not that ex as well. I'm not the first hookup, and you haven't not hooked up with your ex yet, right? And you're like, yes to both. I was like, great. We can move forward. <laughs> but to a degree, it's like I, I almost remember what it was like for me to just like certain things that I had to just check off the bucket list yeah. before I could really move on. Yeah. And I think sometimes you're just like, okay, closure. Move it on. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. You, you, I mean, closure. I mean, that we could do a whole fucking podcast on the topic of closure, but it's it's so important and you need it for yourself and it's for you and you only. Yeah, don't, people get caught up in the, well, I just feel, feel like we have closure. We have, no, no, don't no, worry no, no, about no. we. It is for you. Don't worry about we, we big guy. You. You, you worry about you. <laughs> big guy. But it's true. It's not, it's not just, if someone, if, if your partner's like, the other person's like seeking closure or whatever, that's one thing if you feel like you need to give that to them. Right. But if you don't feel like you need to give it to them, as long as you have closure, move on. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Move on. Next. Thank you, next. Oh, God. Are you going to get me a new heart for Christmas? You have mine. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. Ah! <laughs> I hated that. No, you didn't. I, what? You I, hate I, that you have my heart? No, I don't hate that. Because I love that I have your heart. 
It's the like most precious thing in my entire world. Oh my god! Here you go, salesman on a roll here. He's wiggling his eyebrows. I hate that. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Um. Okay. Well, I hope everyone has an amazing holiday season. Shit. It's, this is going up on the the twenty second, I think. Oh so, shit. Yeah. It's like it's a motherfucking holiday. Merry Christmas bitch. Eve Eve. Yeah. Merry Christmas Eve Eve Eve. Yeah. yeah. And what day Hanukkah? Oh God. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. I have to call any one of my friends. Yeah. Literally, any one of yeah. our friends. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, I hope everyone has a great holidays. Um, we has a great holidays. Has what? Well, have have a great holidays. You just have a great holiday. Have a great holiday. Fuck, I don't know. I'm delusional today. I don't even know. No, I have no substances in my body either. Like this is just this is the the real raw me it's right the now. Should I deal with every day? Woo! Yeah, my brain is it going a hundred miles an hour right now. I don't know why. <sighs> Please, um, hope to God by the time that you listen and watch <laughs> this, I have a present here, Lauren. Because <laughs> if not. You'll I'm know, getting a gift card. If not, if not, you'll know uh, in an episode or two when it's our last one and it just ends abruptly and right. the show's canceled. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I'm getting a gift card. Fuck me. What fucking podcast has this been, Lauren? Uh, this has been, um, you know, I BFFs. I, oh, we already did that one. We Fuck. already did that one. I'm not gonna lie. I I really stay in my own like four favorite podcasts. You know, maybe even three, maybe even two. Okay. <laughs> um, this is uh, the Sunny and Share podcast. I will. Uh, do you know Sunny and Share were? Yes, you fuck. Why so aggressive today? <laughs> we, once once this show's over, we have to go hang out and love each other. So I. <laughs> do you know Sunny and Share are? Jesus Christ! All I the know. ladies uh, in the in the audience that are listening right now. <laughs> I just uh, the she's, wink. She's usually nice. The to wink. Me. The uh, tonight, wink. She's, she's she's on the one. Wink. Okay, yeah. we're gonna go. Okay, bye. Bye.